Let's learn a little bit about the Allah of the Arabs of Shirin. In Khutlarat, it's a very common halakha. And as Israel doesn't come up so much, but here's an opportunity that uh, we do have the opportunity to do a mitzvah of of Shirin. So let's understand firstly what the reason for the Taqan and Rabban of Arabs of Shirin was, how it works, and then what's the rate of it correctly. And uh, then we progress to the more unusual halakhic uh, questions which come up regarding Arab Shirin. And what it covers. Right. So let's start from the beginning. What's the, what's the reason to make Arab Shirin? So unless the Gemara already brings the Machlaikas, and that is, if would one be allowed to cook from Yom Tif or Shabbos? We understand that when Yom Tif falls before Shabbos, and people haven't had the opportunity to cook everything they want for Shabbos before Yom Tif begins, uh, especially in the times of the Gemara when there's no refrigeration, so then it wasn't practical. So then people need to use the heads of cooking in Yom Tif, not just to cook for Yom Tif, but to cook for Shabbos too. Now, is one allowed to cook on Yom Tov for Shabbos or not? There's There's one opinion which holds that Yudaraisa, just like a person is allowed to cook on Yom Tov for Yom Tov, a person is also allowed to cook on Yom Tov for Shabbos. So Yudaraisa went to the point of that opinion, one wouldn't need Arab of Shabbos. It was uh, because one could uh, cook, one could prepare for Shabbos on Yom Tov as far as the Torah is concerned. The only issue of the Torah would be to prepare on Yom Tov for a weekday. Whereas uh, from Yom Tov to Shabbos is considered mutt. The other opinion of the Gemara disagrees, and the other opinion of the Gemara holds that one's not allowed to cook on Yom Tov to Shabbos with the rice. The head of the cook on Yom Tov is only for Yom Tov itself, not for Shabbos. And if that's the case, then the obvious question is, why is one allowed to, why is one allowed to uh, make an Eruv? How is it going to get around and it's with the rice? Which means, if with the rice a person can cook on Yom Tov to Shabbos, then Rabbanan just made a extra restriction, and that is you want you to make an error first. But really, it's Mekar Dinah's not. But if you're going to say that Midaraisa was not allowed to cook Yom Tov Shabbos, then we need to ask ourselves the question, which the boys can obviously discuss, and that is, how's the error going to help? How do we get around the Midaraisa? Okay, so that's the starting point for the Sugh and the Gemara. And, and, and from Anatudah uh, Yantav? What's, so, the Paiskim answer, that even according to the opinion, was not allowed to prepare uh, on Yom Tov for Shabbos, but there's another hetter as well. That would be considered the dinner pile, which means that if a person is cooking on Yom Tov, uh, technically he will eat the food on Yom Tov too. He will eat the food on Yom Tov too. And therefore, even though really his, his, his intention is that I'm cooking now for Shabbos, but if for whatever reason I would need food on Yom Tov, I would be surprised with guests who I wasn't expecting. Or later afternoon I'd be hungry and I'm looking for something to eat, then I'll eat the food that I prepared. I would be willing to eat on Yom Tov too. And uh, that's what the Gemara calls Hoyle, which is just the first word of the expression. Hoyle, the Mekri Archim, would give it to them. If, or a guest would arrive, would give, I would serve part of the food I'm cooking to the guests. And therefore, it's not absolute that I'm not cooking for Yom Tov. There's a possibility that the cooking I'm doing would be or could be used on Yom Tov too. And that's the case. When one's cook, what one's cooking could be used on Yom Tov, it's not an issue that I said to cook it on Yom Tov. But want to be the same one first day of Yom Tov to second? So we're going to talk about that in a moment. Right. Now, that's the that's starting point. And therefore, either whether when Yom Tov falls in Erev Shabbos, and the question is, is it, 
is one allowed to cook on Yom Tov to Shabbos. So we're starting with the fact that it's not Eser Daraisa, either because anyway it's allowed to be for Shabbos, or because there's a possibility of one using the food on Yom Tov. And if that's the case, Chazal came to make a res- not a hetzer with the Eretz of Shilin, but rather Chazal came to make an added description of the Eretz of Shilin. And that is, even though without its, it's, it's would be that one would be allowed to go from Yom Tov to Shabbos, Hazal came and said, no, it's a, we're making an Isra, we've added an Isra Eretz of Shilin, and we're not allowed to cook unless they make an Eretz. What's the reason for the Eretz? So this also is the argument in the Gemara. The one opinion in the Gemara is that it's Chukavet Yom The other opinion in the Gemara is Chukavet Shabbos. In other words, we don't want a person to be busy the whole day preparing for Shabbos, and therefore we want them to have a restart of preparing for Shabbos beforehand, so that the Tzkiru Yom is just completely what they began from before. The second opinion of the Gemara, if you worried that if a person is entertaining a Yamtif or preparing a lavish Yamtif service, they're going to use up all the food they had. And they're suddenly going to find themselves before Shabbos with no food to prepare for Shabbos. And therefore, as a way to make sure that a person will have, have something for Shabbos too, so Chazal said we have to have prepared something before Yamtif, so at least then Shabbos is on one's mind. It's not like when we finish the Yamtif service, now we start thinking what we're going to cook for Shabbos. Having already started to cook for Shabbos, before Yom Tov begins, means that a person has already decided what they're going to cook on Shabbos, and they've already even started preparing food for Shabbos. And then we're not worried that they're going to run out of food and not have anything for Shabbos. So therefore, the point of the Eruv, uh, the point of the Eruv is to have prepa- started preparing for Shabbos before Yom Tov starts. And that's the important point. It's not just to prepare food before Yom Tov starts, it's food for Shabbos. And one has to then keep that food for Shabbos. We're going to see about the Shem in a few minutes what would happen if a person would have accidentally eaten that food on Yom Tov or a plastic. It's not, but that would be a problem. Maker Adin, the food that's being prepared as the Arab is food which I'm preparing for Shabbos. So I've showed up began preparing for Shabbos already before Yom Tov, or I showed that I've thought about Shabbos and I've set aside food to keep for Shabbos before Yom Tov too. But how does that help? Well, either can't. If they're going to, are you worried that people are going to spend their whole day preparing for Shabbos? Yeah, yeah, whole day for Shabbos. No, I started preparing already yesterday, so I don't have the, the whole the whole menu, so to speak, to prepare Yom Tov itself. Okay. And if the question is going to be that people have nothing to eat on Shabbos because they ate up all their food on Yom Tov, so if I have already cooked a dish or prepared food from before Yom Tov even began for Shabbos, so then I know I have something waiting for me for Shabbos. Yeah, but on the side that it's a deep issue, once you have done this, so far, just giving background to the circuit, that really at this stage we come to a very important halacha, the Maisa, which isn't so well known. And the Mishnah Buru Paskans, this based on the Prima Shadim, and the Mishnah Buru Paskans, that therefore, since we, one of the reasons why, why one is allowed to cook on Yom Tov for Shabbos is because of the reason that I would be able to use the food on Yom Tov as well if I needed to. It means that I have to start cooking early enough that the food will be edible on Yom Tov. Whereas if I'm going to start cooking for Shabbos so late in the afternoon that there's no way I'll be able to eat this food on Yom Tov. It'll still be raw. I'll only be able to eat it on Shabbos. If that's the case, then a person might be doing it. Is it a race? Because we said the only way that in order to satisfy those shittas that hold one's not allowed to cook on Yom Tov for Shabbos is to, is to come to spire that a person might use it on Yom Tov, then it has to be in a situation where a person might use it on Yom Tov. And therefore, this is very practical, is a person thinks they're going to pour all the ingredients you know, of the challenge raw into the pot just before Shabbos, and until tomorrow morning will be cooked, they might be doing an Isra 
because there's no way that the beans and the meat, which is completely raw, is going to get cooked in an hour or half an hour that they're putting it in before candle lighting. And that's again, they had no head to the cooker's onions. And that's why the Mishnah Bureau says that even with the area of children, a person should make sure that what they're cooking is early enough in the day that they, it will at least be edible, they needed to have it edible to some degree before Shabbos comes in. What's that some degree, Machmed? Interesting, yes. Mishnah Bureau said that there used to be a minag. In Europe, he says, in was, especially in Shavuos, when it happens like this here, that the Yom Tov falls in Arab Shabbos. That's going to have been a minute in Europe. Oh. Sure. Like this here. Um, even though it's Yom Tov, it also would have fallen in Shabbos. It's Shabbos. So the, the minute in Europe was, to daven Lel Shabbos early, every summer early, because that way you're eating the Siddur Shabbos when it's still daytime. Oh. And therefore, the food I'm preparing for Shabbos, it's still Yom Tov. Even though you're in Makabel Shabbos, you still Yom Tov L'Gabe Melacha. And therefore, you know, it's L'Gabe Melacha, I did on Yom Tov. And therefore he says, then I'm not going to have a problem of making the food so late that I, will, I won't be able, that it won't be ready before Yom Tov is finished, because now other I'm making for a soda, which I'm going to eat while it's still daytime. And therefore I can still be at Sivachaya. I can still eat it on Yom Tov. That's the mission for himself, bring to the Muslim in it. The Bible is only that you're actually eating it? Here we don't do it. Uh, is it pr- in other words, it would solve one problem, but of course it's another problem. Seriously? Well, we finished with that already. But uh, the problem would be tied to disasters. In other words, in a soda which you've eaten for Shabbos, and you've made it for Shabbos, but it's still already young because it's not Shkir yet. So you're going to say Ritzay, or you're going to say Yadav Yavah, or you're going to say Bath. It makes it a little bit more complicated. Now again, in Chosa, doesn't have that problem, because it's Yom Tov Shabbos. So you can say Yadav Yavah either way around. Right? You can say Ritzay, you can say Yadav Yavah, so everything's fine. What's well, the yeah, okay, that's true. But uh, we thought it was about Shavuos. It sounds so, like it was yeah. only by Shavuos. He hasn't said that for Shavuos. It had to be a long day. So they went earlier, so they have a long time in the day. But uh, there is a shadow. That would be more of a question why not to do it. Because you have a shadow. What, what, what bench to bench? Uh, whether it's either one or the other. Fine. So anyway, so we see here the, the, the problem which would be involved in starting too late in the day. And therefore, the, 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 the head of Eretz of Shiddin wouldn't necessarily cover that. The other mission wouldn't cover that because it's, uh, it wasn't ready to eat during the day. Now, what the mission word does say is that if what happened was secondly on the following Friday, which obviously won't happen at the Vashvurs, but it would happen by Rosh Hashanah, even in Israel, or by Sukkot, and Chutzlar is going to keep two days, but secondly on the Pulsan Shabbos, then he said one can even cook later in the day. Why? Because now, because, I don't know, today we consider secondly on the to be a Rabbanan. And in the case like that, then you want to rely on the opinion that uh, since it's only asked with Rabbanan to cook for Shabbos, uh, because it's not, it's not the first day Yantav, then we want to rely on the air. Okay, but nevertheless, uh, he says even on the second day, one the should be careful uh, not, to, not to make it happen. When we spoke about this a few times, and what's very negative is when Yantav Rosh Hashanah falls on a Thursday, Friday. Because then people want to cook on Friday for Shabbos, but by the time you get home from Shul, it's very late in the afternoon. And if that's the case, you're going to start cooking now for Shabbos, so then things won't be ready in time for Shabbos. And then you're going to run into Isidar Rice and Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, a person will have to either, a lady will have to either cook early in the morning, so she has it ready for long before the time, or something which cooks quickly, in which case, the one of the problem of uh, putting on food which won't be ready before, won't be edible before Shabbos comes in. Okay, so that's the first thing of the Eretz of Shirin, and that is that we said that, that the Erebanan aren't coming to be matter in Isidar Rice, so they can't. They come in, in a case where there wasn't an Isidaraisa to make a restriction that a person shouldn't uh, rely on the fact that they're going to cook 
and prepared completely on Yom Tov for Shabbos, either because it will, it will take away from the simple Yom Tov that you're busy cooking, or because you might find they don't have food ready left behind for Shabbos, and therefore you want them to think about Shabbos in advance. Okay. The din by Eret of Shirin, like every din Rabbanan, is that a person has to leave Eret of Shirin before Yom Tov comes in, but if they forgot, as long as it's still Ben Ashmoshes, so like we said, by Eret of Shirin we can be medical, and a person can even leave Eret of Shirin um, in Ben Ashmoshes. So if it has, isn't it for sure night time, and he only remembers now that he hasn't made Eret, he can still make the Eret. Just after candle lighting. Just after candle still fine. That's, now, what, what, what happens if he's already been Makabal Yom Tov? Um, so the mission is Mechadek, how is Makabal Yom Tov? If he's Makabal Yom Tov, Badabin Yom so then it's considered a valid Yom Tov. So then he can't leave Erev anymore. But uh, he said if it's just uh, saying I'm going to Makabal Yom Tov without Badabin Yom Tov, then he can decide, no, I'm changing my mind, I don't want Makabal Yom Tov, so I can make Mechadek. Obviously you can't undo Badabin Yom Tov, and therefore if he's Badabin Yom Tov, it's too late. Um, so it's like, it's like, uh, he's like being matter and other? Yeah, which you can do. But like I said, if he's already davened, then it's a problem. Uh, but if there are other people who haven't yet davened, so you can ask someone to make error for him. In other words, as long as for the person who's making the error, it's not yet night time. So I can make someone the shliach to make error for me, which you're going to see is an important halacha too. And that a person can ask somebody else to make error on their behalf. And as long as I'm relying on that person to make the error, that's okay. Chazal won't hide every person to make an error. But as long as every person remembers that they need to make the Eruv, and they ask them, and they know that someone's doing it for them, it's okay. And therefore, in yeshivas or other institutions, there's a moment for up a sign that everyone should know that the Rosh Hashiva or whoever it's going to be is making the, the Eruv for everyone in the yeshiva. And as long as everybody knows that, they all get to with his Eruv. Um, same thing, if it would be a town where the Rav of the town would put up a sign saying, I'm making an Eruv, you might see everybody, and everybody has intention to be so much on the Rav, whatever it's going to be, to be most of the Eruv, that would work too. What Chazal didn't want is that people didn't think about the Eruv, and then only afterwards remember, oh, we forgot about the Eruv, so, you know, maybe turn around somebody else, because that undoes the purpose. The purpose is we want you to think about Shabbos. And therefore, whether it's thinking about Shabbos to make the Eruv myself, or thinking about Shabbos to ask someone else to make the Eruv for me, and we, either way around it will, it will work. But we'll talk about this more in a minute, because really, there's a, the question would be, and we'll discuss this, let's talk about it now. And what would be if somebody didn't make an error? What's going to happen now? So, on the one hand, Chazal don't want the Takana to just be, so to speak, uh, meaningless. That if you don't make the error, nothing, nothing happens, you can cook the same way. On the other hand, if you're not going to enforce the Takana in some way, no one's going to keep it. And therefore, so what do Chazal say? What will happen if you don't make the error? And that is the first understand the dilemma Chazal have. What are we going to tell you to do? If you didn't make the air, or you're going to tell you that you can't cook, so the person really wanted food for Shabbos, because you want them to cook anything. And if you're going to say, no, Shabbos, you have to food for Shabbos, then what have you gained? People won't make the air, and now they're pretty ever, they can still cook for Shabbos. So Chazal made two takhanas. The first takhanas was that if a person doesn't make an air, the one time, he forgot. So the first time he forgot, he can rely on somebody else's air. Right? You say that Peter Chazal gave a dispensation, one time he forgot, you can run somebody else, but if he forgets the second time, then he can't run somebody else. That's already considered a pshir, and then we went there and cook uh, for Shabbos. But we have two, but that doesn't mean he's going to have to start the whole Shabbos. Even if, uh, the, the, like I said, he forgot the second time, and therefore we don't let him rely on, some, on other people's errors, but we have two other edges for him. 
the right answer is he can ask a person who made an error to cook for him. Because the person who made an error doesn't have to cook. And if that's the case, he can't cook, but that person can. So you can knock on his neighbor's door and say, I don't know, I'm very embarrassed, I forgot to make an error, but the man's I've got no food for sharks. And the neighbor's now says, you know what, I'm cooking anyway, but I didn't make an error, I'll cook for you too. That's okay. Hazal didn't want to be a stage he won't eat, but Hazal wanted to safeguard the takana, that if he didn't make the error, you can't do mulacha for Shabbos, you can't cook for Shabbos. But if it's, uh, but, uh, it's other people who, who have made the error and are allowed to cook, are allowed to cook for him too. What does that mean? But what that means is cook for him, means not as shlech, which means that he can't say to them, please come into my kitchen and from your shetzel and from the child, this is what you yeah. do, as the food. That doesn't work. Then he's just, the other person is like, it's a shlech. It means they have to use their food and bring him food. Or if he wants, he can, he can be making his food to them, but then he can't tell them what to do. In other words, if they're offering him food, he's allowed to take. Or if, if, if he's uh, being mafkiri with the ingredients he has and they want to use it and take it and cook whatever they want, that's okay too. But uh, but for them to cook his food for him, which is acting as, 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 as his shliach, that they can't do. Why not? Why not? This is the case of organin. It's the same thing. I could have... I could have made it before Shabbos. Uh, I could have made it before Yom Tif, and that would allow the Amira to be Mutter, no? It's not a Shabbat Amira. It's a Shabbat you got in another Takana. That once he's making a shliach, it's a for him. It's the same oh, thing. Oh, they, they want to make the Takana first. They want to make the Takana. You can't, you can't cook, and you can't make a shliach cook for you. Mm-hmm. If other people want to cook out of the kind as a master chesed for you, that's a different story. You're not stopping them, but we're not letting you make a shliach for yourself. Quick question. Yeah. So, first, it's a Chazal gave. The second, it's a Chazal gave, and this is an interesting one. And that is at the, that if what, at what stage did the person realize they didn't make the error? Why? Because, and this is the guess in the first Shukhlarach, that he says if they're, only, if they're already remembered, well, let's say Yom Tif night, or even early morning, Yom morning, I don't know if I forgot to make Arab Tif So now, this person, if they're cooking for Yom Tif, but they really are cooking for Yom Tif, they have to, that they're allowed to do. So the halach is, if a person is anyway doing a melacha for Yom Tov, there's no problem being married with Bashir, which means adding more to the same pot. It's the same act. I'm putting the same pot in the fire, whether it's half full or completely full, I'm doing the same massive cooking. And therefore the other etza for a person who forgot to make an Arab is, this dial up all your Yom Tov quantities. So yes, we'll be eating the same food twice in a row, but that's okay, because we're not doing any more melachas. The same melacha takes to put a two-liter part or a two-quart part of the stove of soup is a four-quart part of the stove. The same enough is going to be to put one tray of, uh, of meat in the oven is to put a bigger tray of meat in the oven. See, I'm not doing more. I asked ask my wife about that one. Yes. That's my second answer. That's why I have food for Shabbos. It might be more of the same yom food, but the I have food for Shabbos. I can do that too. But that answer only works if I'm cooking for yom now. Now, I remember in the morning, and now when I'm cooking for yom I'll just make bigger quantities and leave the rest of Shabbos. That doesn't work after I've already eaten. Because now I'm not intending to cook for Yom Tov. Now I'm intending to cook for Shabbos, just with the possibility that if something would change, I'd use it for Yom Tov. But that wasn't my intention. And therefore, I, I can't get around the area like that. But if it's when I'm cooking for Yom Tov and I make more, so then I'm allowed to I'm allowed to make extra, my double, whatever it's going to be, for Shabbos too. Now this brings us to another interesting point. While we're on the question of forgetting. Yeah. The corollary to this is interesting. And that is, let's say a person thinks, listen, for a young meal, I was going to make myself some basic, I said chicken and coke. But now I have to make double for Shabbos. So now what I'm going to do, I'm going to make chicken and meat. And I'll have a little bit of chicken for young and a little bit of meat for young 
And then we'll have a little bit of chicken for Shabbos, a little bit of meat for Shabbos. Can I do that also? Can I make more courses for my Yom Tov meal, so I'll have more leftovers for Shabbos? Sounds like it's an Arama that's Mutter. Oh, it sounds like a Harama, which it looks like, but it's Mutter, because I'm eating it for Yom Tov. But then I have to actually eat it. Like the Mishnah Bura says in this thing, I can't make more dishes and decide, actually now I'm not in the mood for the chicken, I'll do it for Shabbos. That's for sure awesome. But if I'm actually going to eat everything now, then it's just, I'm allowed to eat meat and chicken for Yom Tov, I'm allowed to eat two different kinds of vegetables for Yom Tov, I just have to eat some of each one. And then once I've eaten some of each one, so then you may like, I have more leftovers for Shabbos, that's okay. I, so I made it for Yom Tov, I ate it on Yom Tov. That's uh, the fact that I have a big Yom Tov, so it's awesome, it's uh, allowed to enjoy Yom Tov too. Okay, and if you're already cooking for Yom Tov, so. I'm cooking for Yom Tov. Right, so that's my second answer. Again, the first answer is to ask somebody else, I don't know, food, and maybe they'll cook for me their food. Or the second answer is, if it's early enough, I'm preparing my own Yom Tov meal, I can make bigger quantities. And if neither of those are an option, I remember Yom Tov afternoon. I remember Yom Tov afternoon, I've already eaten my meal. I'm meant to have no Jewish neighbors who are going to cook for me. So what do I do now? I have no food for Shabbos. Um, so, the Shabbat says, uh, he brings this is Mahlakus Shoshonim, but Lemaise, the way that the Shulchan Rafaskans is a person can bake one challah and cook one food. Chazal didn't have something for Shabbos. So it's not only going to say you can't do anything, you're allowed to bake one item and cook one item. For each meal? Mashmoz is Pasachas and Kedarachas. And would you eat that at night time or in the daytime? Oh, one, one, one bread and one Kedarim means one pot. Um, now, the but is that for the night, night, night or day? When, when, when would you eat your one loaf? So, so the Mishra Burra says on that, if that's the case, if Chazal have one loaf, make it a very big loaf, so I can have enough for both meals. And he also wanted Lechem Mishnah. So it's too bad. Chazal won't matter the Takona for Lechem Mishnah. And therefore, I have my one, my one loaf of bread. I make sure it's big enough that it'll have as much to eat as when it comes to the pot of food. If you're going to cook one part of food, then make it something you're going to eat from you know, as many times as you need to in Shabbos, because that's all the Lord going to eat it. Okay, so that, that's what we spoke about if a person forgot to make an error. Now, like we said, this is only the second time. The first time a person forgets, there's a dispensation you can rely on somebody else's error. And that's why the nurse on the error is that we're saying the error for ourselves, and for God, uh, no error as those, for everyone else in the city. And the understanding is that there is going to be the somebody who forgets, but they can rely on the fact that we have them in mind, and therefore we use our Arab um, to cover them too. Now the question is, in the case in the Gemara where this happens, was a story of somebody in Shmuel's town who forgot to make an Arab, he came to Shmuel, and Shmuel said, you can rely on me, I made an Arab. And this next young if he forgot again. So he comes back to Shmuel, and Shmuel says, you're a Pusha. If you get twice in you're a Pusha, I can't help you. And that's the best thing that the help is based on. And if that's the case, it seems like that this restriction will only be if a person forgot consecutively twice. Because that shows he's not carrying out the error. Whereas if a person forgot uh, once, and then years later, it was like a completely different, uh, much, uh, completely different time period, he forgets again, the much more so they don't like, think that once in his history he forgot to make error, we're going to retire for two now to say that it's twice in a row, it's the second time, it's much less be twice in a row. And then that, that shows a, a lack of, uh, so it's really interesting to keep the Bakana. Whereas if a person is, uh, for whatever reason, forgets, or whatever the case may be, in a case like that, so then, uh, different time periods, we don't say that he's now considered amazing. Uh, what, if the, what if the second Yom Tif wasn't Yom Tif to Shabbos? So the next opportunity... No, the next opportunity. The next opportunity. Next opportunity yes. uh, that shows you don't care about any river. Right. Um, that's the, that's the and same thing. If a person who amazing doesn't make an error, that's, of course, we don't, uh, we don't include him, then it's the same problem. 
he decides I'm not making an Arab and hold of it. So then of course he's not including anyone else's Arab and the Takana will apply to him too. Now the other option is um, what about a person who's nine? He didn't forget. He was nine. Else he couldn't make an Arab for whatever reason. Um, now this isn't so uncommon. This isn't so uncommon. Uh, a person is traveling to be in a certain place here. And his car breaks down, he gets stuck in traffic, and he's in the car, he doesn't have food with him. He's intending to get to wherever he's going to be on, and then he'll make an error. And now the mice, when things work out, but he only gets, uh, it's too late to make an error. He, he abandoned the car and he walked the last two miles. He gets it's already done. So he wasn't a shaykh. He knew about the error, he just didn't have anything to make the error on. In a case like that, an illness, or a person is in hospital, or whatever the case may have been, and for whatever reason, the person couldn't make the Arab, because, not because he forgot about it, but because he didn't have something to make the Arab on. So in a case like that also, you can rely on somebody else's Arab to allow him to, allow him to cook without considering him to be a Bashir. Okay. What if he Edsom had time when he got to That's what happens if one doesn't make the Arab. Now let's go back a little bit and talk about how a person is meant to make an Arab, what the Arab meant to be. So, being as the Arab is coming to say that um, one is allowed, has begun his young Shabbos preparations already now, and therefore one's allowed to continue what he's begun. So, what preparations for Shabbos are we talking about? Well, why, why would that be? Well, therefore, whatever what we stand to reason is whatever kinds of, therefore, cooking a person is going to do for Shabbos, he's already started now. Now, as you know from Melchor Shabbos, and this is the Kal, we break. We, uh, break cooking into two subcategories. The one is what we call birshal, and the one we call afir, which is basically baking, which is always cooking dry, and birshal, which is cooking with a liquid. And anything else is going to fall into one of those categories. Roasting is like dry, uh, frying is like wet. So there's, there's two kinds of cooking a person can do, and therefore for the area, we want the person to do both. In other words, we want to have him have cooked something and baked something. And uh, that way, you can say he's begun where he needs to bake for Shabbos, and he's begun where he needs to cook for Shabbos. And that's why the minag is to take a pasvatachil, which means one thing which is baked and one thing which is cooked, and uh, together that's what it's going to do. The Arab Shah I've begun preparing for Shabbos. And both different kinds of cooking is going to be. I've begun preparing for Shabbos, and therefore my dad's will continue. Um, the Iker Hadin is really studying the Tavshah. And therefore, if for whatever reason the person only did one, he should do the cooked food, not the baked food. The cooked food is much shown hold is the Iker. And I could declare that if you only did a baked food, there's some Mishonim world, you don't get to the Arab. Okay, so therefore, the Minah gets to do both, it's for Naracha, when it takes the cooked food and the baked food. And now we come to an interesting thing how big does the cooked food and baked food have to be? A Kazais. Okay, now that's why it's a share of food, and therefore a Kazais of cooked food, a Kazais of baked food, um, is enough to make an Arab, regardless of how much you want this whole cook. I might be the cook of Yeshiva, I'm cooking for 500 people tomorrow. It doesn't make a difference. The first kazais I've cooked or baked, that's already considered. I've begun my process of cooking and therefore I'm allowed to carry on. That's, you have to have baked it? That's what we're going to talk in a second. That's the Shulchan Aruch. There are more ads when it comes to the baked, but you should have a kabait and not a kazais. Just because that's normally the share of uh, considered a sphere by, so like by bread or something like that. Okay. Now, do you have to have actually cook this food? Or can I just take a cooked food and a baked food, even if I wasn't the cook or the chef? Right? And that's not like we baskin. Yes, you don't have to have cooked the food. You can you can take an already cooked food. You can take a can of peaches. And therefore, cooked peaches aren't cooked. But uh, the, the can of tuna. Can of tuna. What's uh, the easiest Arab is a person takes a matzah and a can of tuna. The matzah is in baked. The tuna is being cooked. Now then, by him, but it doesn't make a difference. It's a cooked food and a baked food. A we have to plan on eating them. And uh, yes, right. This we're going to talk about. And by doing that, I'm showing I've begun my Shabbos preparations. 
I have food for Shabbos. So even if I, just like I can go and buy everything if I want for Shabbos, I don't have to cook it, but I have to think about Shabbos, I have to prepare for it. So I prepared for Shabbos, I have food ready for Shabbos. But then if that's the case, the point of the Arab is that this is Shabbos food. And therefore, the, the, what I made the Arab on, I'm now going to put it aside, and I'm meant to eat that on Shabbos. I'm meant to eat that on Shabbos, otherwise it wasn't Shabbos food. And I'm just going to return the, the tuna to the line and put the matzah back in the box and put it on the shelf. I didn't do anything, it wasn't Shabbos food. The point of Shabbos food is I'm going to eat it on Shabbos. And therefore, the, if I'm going to do something like that, such as put a, like use, use the matzah as uh, my Arab, I'm going to have to put it aside somewhere where I know where that matzah is, that on Shabbos I can use it. Don't just use it. It's even brought that if I'm using a color or a matzah or something like that as my Arab, then it really I should make a motor on Shabbos. Because if I've already done a mitzvah with this, this was the Shabbos we were prepared. Now come Shabbos, I should make the motor on that, that same the same chayro, the same matzo, whatever it's going to be. Do you have to wait till the end of Shabbos or right away? Oh, good question. Do you have to wait till the end of Shabbos? Okay, I already have it tonight of Shabbos. The answer is going to have the night of Shabbos. Because now that it's Shabbos, this is going to prepare for Shabbos. But, and therefore, the same thing applies to the tuna can, which means if that's what I'm using as an area, then I'm eating tuna on Shabbos. And if I'm one of those people who's mashable not to open cans on Shabbos, then I'm going to have to open my tuna can before I make the Arab on it, or else it's not Shabbos, but I can't get it. And you can eat it any time Shabbos? Any time on Shabbos, but not before. Because once you eat the once you eat it before Shabbos, then it was Shabbos, and you bust your Arab. You'd be cool, like a cookie. It could be a cookie, it could be a cake, it could be something else. But the main thing is to keep it aside and make sure I know where it is on Shabbos. And eat it on Shabbos. That way the Shabbos food. If the Arab could last or eaten before Shabbos, then I can't cook anymore. Because now I don't have an Arab. But you already showed that your that your mind is on Shabbos. And then I showed that it wasn't because I ate it on Yantan. No, but if it had lost, if a kid Even then, what's brought down is that uh, a person has to keep it for Shabbos, and if he loses it, then uh, uh, whatever he did until then is okay. But from now on, I can't do more because now I don't have an Arab anymore. Does that make a difference which one? Tapshah. Because of Tapshah. If I lost the matzah or the chayla, it's okay, but if I lost the cooked food, it's a problem. And this is a very important halakhah to know for people who are eating the same food on Yantuf and Shabbos, don't lose the one you did the Arab on. And for example, for those who don't use tuna, the next be- most common option that people use is eggs. Right? So if I have boiled eggs, whatever it is, so well, that, that's the easy food to use for the Arab. All right. So if I'm going to, if I'm, but if I'm going to serve eggs on Yom Tov too for some reason, make sure you don't mix up which is which, because I need to keep my Arab back for Shabbos. That's what I'm studying. I thought the reason why they used the eggs was because it was yeah, of some, yeah, of somebody it's who did exactly that. He made an Arab on the matzah and the cooked egg, and he cracked the egg on Shabbos, so it was completely rotten. He got it at the bridge. Uh, and now you wanted to know. Maybe they left it from the Yontif before? Anything to try to again. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he left it the day before. And it was rotten. And now you wanted to know, was he allowed to have cooked on Yontif? Because if he lost his tapshah, then he wasn't allowed to have cooked. So you wanted to know, us, that's not uh, no, how quickly the eggs go rotten at the fridge. And so what's what, enough community for a shot of Karmachatas? The eggs got out and out the fridge that when he cooked in the other afternoon, we said the egg was still good then, and it was only in Shabbos when he found that the egg that was rotten, or maybe it was already rotten from before. Yeah. But if it would have been, then it's like losing your egg. And uh, like we said, the ikkar is the tab shall not the pass, and therefore it's good day to make sure that not just the tab shall not get lost, but it's also in a stage where a person can eat. Question. It's exactly what Yusuf said, I was about to say. What can a person use for the tab shall? So the shalom of Paskins, the tab shall means. Even if it's sleeve, which is roasted, I feel a shalak, which means it's overboiled. I feel a kovish, I feel a mu'ashan. Even if it's smoked and even if it's pickled. And if that's the case, the best thing to use, if those people eat herring, would be herring, because that's something which doesn't go bad. Herring and, and crackers. You want to keep it for Shabbos. 
and you have a cracker which is a, a, a pass, that's a, that, that, that's something which will last, and that's something you can use for shops. Right. And then the, 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 again, the Mishnah gives that as the example. When he talks about uh, food which is which is pickled and can be used for nourishment, he talks about the fish which is pickled and never, that's considered uncooked, and it can be used for an area. Now, there's one more important halakha to know on this idea of food, and that is Chazal said that the food that I have to use in order to be yurt in Eru is food I'll, I, I could eat with pass. It's food which is a lapis versa pass, which I could eat with pass, which means something like a fish, or an egg, or meat, or whatever it's going to be, I could eat it with a pass. Whereas the kind of food that I would never eat with pass, or I'd never eat it with bread, that's not a good option for an Eru. Um, why? Can you really understood the Sudu was bread and a tapshil? That's what they used to eat in times of the Gemara. That was back then, really. Now this okay, is still... That was the last Gemara. And, and therefore, cooked fruits. Um, the Farshim said, is only good to use the tapshil if it's the kind of cooked fruit that a person will eat on bread. So, we will eat with bread. And same like thing. Jam? Like jam. If you've cooked it with, honey, with, with sugar, and now it's become like a preserve, then yes, you eat it on bread. If you've, just, if you've baked an apple and no one eats baked apples on bread, then it wouldn't be good for an airfishing. Um, and therefore, they also say that things like porridge, tarsus, or oatmeal, which people don't eat oatmeal on bread. So even though it's definitely mm-hmm. a tap shell, I've got, yeah, except for bubble, but most people who don't show you don't eat oatmeal on bread, like the Quran says. So that's the case. That wouldn't be a good answer for parents of children because it's not something which would be used as a suddha, which was uh, bread and an accompaniment. Does, does, does the tap person can use um, for the air of children? Um, now, uh, how do you, what, what do you do to make the Erev? I mean, he's now prepared the food for the Erev, what do you do? So the Shulchanan says that a person uh, picks up the, the two things he's using as the Erev, um, especially if he's doing it for other people. And so he might be doing this on behalf of everybody, so he's doing it on their behalf as well. And then, if, or get them to be zochen for everybody, and then you make the brach on the Erev, like Mitzvah and then he says, with this area that I made, it allows me to cook and to bake and to prepare uh, food for Shabbos on Yom Tif. Whatever I need to do for Shabbos, and he says, the Nusach is for me and for everybody else in the city, like we said, because that way it will help uh, to be able to motivate other people too. Now the question is, what about melachos for Shabbos which are beyond just cooking and baking? Because there are other melachos that person can do for Shabbos too. And therefore, does the area allow me to do other melachos for Shabbos also? Was the only cooking and baking because I cooked and baked something. So what other miracles would there be? And this is where we always have a big question. This is a very big mechalik to the postcode. And that is, I'd like snares. Lighting candles. And why? Because you don't need candles during the day. You need candles at night. And if that's the case, you don't have to need candles. You need candles for Shabbos when it gets dark. So am I allowed to have Shabbos candles on Yom Tov? Or am I doing a melacha on Yom Tov, which is only for Shabbos? And that would be the problem. We said beforehand that doing a melacha on Yom Tov for Shabbos is a problem. We're trying to circumvent that with the Eretz Shilin. And if that's the case, so then do we do we say that the hatchet to light candles on Yom Tov for Shabbos needs the Eretz Shilin or not? And this is a very practical question in three different directions. The first one is, if a person isn't cooking for Yom Tov, so you're going out for both meals. So, I mean, he's cooking for Shabbos, they're going out for both meals, so you need to make an Eretz Shilin. And the question is, they're still to light candles. So you can do should I make an of shilling just in order to enable me to so light candles? So you have to eat it. They'll have to eat the of too, but I'm doing it in order to let me light the candles, otherwise I wouldn't do it. But they're going out for their meals. So that's what I'm saying. Normally we say a person is doing of to cook. 
this person doesn't need to cook. But they want to light candles. So am I allowed to just not light candles? Or do I need the Eretz Mashiv to let me light the candles? In which case, I'm going to have to make an Arab and eat the food in order to, to light the candles. And then the same thing I do around. If a person forgot to make an Eretz Mashiv, can they light candles? In other words, is this totally on the Eretz Mashiv? And the last question, and this is the question which the more recent question, which Ramadan Orbach and others had a big problem with, and that is, he said the whole hat of Eretz Mashiv is in the case where I could use it on Yom I could use it on Yantaf. Right, because if it's right. something you can only use on Shabbos, then you might be doing a Malach on Yantaf for Shabbos. And that's the case. When it comes to lighting candles, so this is something I'm only going to use on Shabbos. How could I use the candles on Yantaf? Especially when you just remember, people are lighting candles at the end of the day. No one's lighting their Shabbos candles in the middle of the afternoon. No one's lighting them so early. You were lighting candles just before Shkir. So at that stage, what, what am I doing with this candle on Yantaf? That it could be used for Yantaf, and therefore I'm not doing a Malach on Shabbos for Shabbos. Well, you have a few minutes with it. So therefore, Shlom HaZaman said, and so I said, said the same thing, and that is, that when I'm coming to light candles on Yom Tov for Shabbos, I have to find something to do with the candles on Yom Tov. In other words, I can't just light the candles and disappear and leave the candles alone. I have to have a Hanoa now when it's still Yom Tov. And what can I do with candles? So I said that if I have, let's say, a light of candles in a place where it's already getting dark, it's late afternoon, so it's like, it's nice, and now because of this candles, there's more light in the area which I can use, well, I want to say the tefillah on the candles by the, next to the candle light. So I need the candles to the tefillah right now. Or, you know, for some of the Shonsam even said, if I have a nice picture next to my candles, now that it's lit up, I can see the picture better, so I can enjoy it for a few minutes. But I have to do something with the candles. Because I'm not doing anything with the candles, I'm just lighting them so that I'll have Shonsam's candles later on. They're really, I'm doing a melacha on the altar for no reason. But if, you, if, if your wife is holding the, the card like this, in front of her face, and the candles over here. And the, it, it's, she's not getting any light That's on the. That's what I said. So she's doing a way where I can get the light oh, so of the candles. Like this. Or hold it down. So I get the other candles, and I can use it for some reason. But this really touches on the whole thing about Lucas Nares is that we have electric lights nowadays. Yeah, so unfortunately, anyway. you say candles have <coughs> a certain chashivas, a certain ambience, a certain atmosphere. So I think it's sort of this candle, it gives a certain feeling. Yeah. But on the other it's doing nothing. But it, it's a Tesef is uh, Even if I'm sitting on my couch on the other side of the room, it's if, if it's giving me something. But it's probably not. If, you have, right. if it's giving me something. That's why I need to do something next to the candle. That's the first point. What's going to be the second? What's going to be the din of um, if I didn't make an error, what can I do about the candles? And the same thing as I said before. Just like they said, a person can cook one thing and bake one piece of bread, bake one loaf of bread. If they say a person can light one candle. And even then, again, the mirror is long enough to light two candles, just like the same two chalas. Chazal went with that, one candle. It shouldn't be in the darkness. If a person didn't do an Arab, <coughs> and therefore one of the reasons we did an Arab, this is important, this is the Lusach of the Arab, is to say that the Kishra got to light candles, which would have to do with the Arab. Right. Okay, what about Azimah? That's, that's all a person is going to do, should you make an Arab? So this is before. And if the, the last question, if a person is not going to do anything else, should they make an Arab just for the candles, because we just said now that that, that they can't light them? Or do we say that... Uh, uh, that the, the takon of Arab is only for cooking, and therefore, even if he's, if he's not going to cook, then they shouldn't, uh, then you can't make a bracha on Arab, which is a machlekes, and you can't make a bracha on Arab. What I say is better to, I guess, like that, either be yates with somebody else, and have dice to be yates with somebody else. And ask somebody, I'm a, a guest of somebody else, ask the house, please be mighty with the Arab, because they're, they're going to cook, they're going to put things in the back on the door before Shabbos, and therefore they're doing the back on yates with the Arab. Alternatively, without a bracha, because it's a shy if a person can make the bracha just to that end. And then, so I have a follow-up. Three more quick halachas, which are the gate of Shirin. The first one is, 
If one weren't choshesh, that people are going to be over the pamezit, and if they didn't feel necessary to make a gather. Just like we find in Shabbos, that if a person is over in the Rabban, so but we aren't over the food. If a person is over in Hatman or Shahir, we are over the food because there was more of a chashash that the person is going to not keep the takana, there's nothing applies over here. But the more choshesh by Haram, the person will kind of kill, pretend I'm doing something for Yontof, and then you read it for Shabbos, which is why I made more of a takana there than they did in the case of, of a man. <coughs> And what if somebody tackled, put up their chal and the... Interesting, when the brings the case down, he brings it down as kilo, something to be, to be worried about because it's a to rice. He doesn't go the next step and say, if a person did it, it's going to be also. It's much more so he didn't want to say it's also. But then also brought down also some of the shame that when he wanted, that at one time he, want, he was choshesh, maybe he should, but dear Barabbas, if a person uh, makes the air to start to place, they can't cook anymore. But then also, the question is, and if that's the case, if you're not going to, if, you, if the person did that, is it obvious to say that he can't eat it or not? Uh, then that's why I want to say, because, again, the Mishnah Burr is Misachim, so either that it's also to do, do it earlier, but it doesn't go and say, and if you would do it, it would be also. The Pashas reason is, because you can allow the Rishonim to hold that you could cook for the end of the Shabbat. I think that there is a shift that holds that it's much of a video in the rice. I guess the video that I can hold like that. We, to talus, can you fold it based on the head? Oh, so now, the, now, the, 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 the point we talked about, what are other melachas? Such as carrying from Yom Tov to Shabbos, or folding a talus from Yom Tov to Shabbos, or things like that. Does that also fall into the category of once it's been matched, it's been melachas Yom Tov to Shabbos? Because even on candles, you benefit for a few minutes. Right. So the halachas is going to be, for sure, I can't make an error for that, because that's not, that's, uh, I can't make a but if there's that there, so they offer still say, I can do that too. Can they rely on the world with the city who made an error? Yeah, if you rely on the error, then I can do that too. But uh, the error might be things which would be mutual yonder for itself, or might have another mutual yonder for Shabbos too. I'm just saying that, they ask the question, what's called an error? When you're talking about error chatzeris, it means you've joined everybody's profit into one big chatzer. So now we can all carry in the, in the same shared area. You're talking about error chomim, it means I joined this and that. It's not one thing, we can all carry together. The error of Shabbos, what are we joining? Well, what are we joined together? We call it an error. The food. And the, the, well, the food is the food. Well, what are we joined with? And the answer is, I joined Shabbos and Yantav. So now whatever I could do on Yantav for Yantav, I can add on Yantav for Shabbos. I've made Yantav and Shabbos into one thing. But I don't see it as what you do on Yantav is for something else, a different day Shabbos. It's like I'm doing on Yantav for Yantav. In which case, I can do it as well. But, but, okay, because very often Yantav, you want to carry things for Yantav. Um, your machsa, which anyone is married. Or if it's a posterity or, 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 or Shabbos, that's the other way around. If it's after Shabbos, you're going to Shabbos. So things for Shabbos, you're not going to use any other. So you can ask, is this my guy? So then yes, the air will work for that too. So you can use 